Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. It is free on any iOS device, so give it a look. Now, let's talk about the Oilers and the Caps. What do they have in common? And honestly, if the New Jersey Devils were in the boat of either the Capitals or the Oilers, which is, you know, you have some good pieces, but at the same time, you're uh, getting knocked out in the first round every year, would you be satisfied? Honestly, it depends on the situation and how our roster is built. I need to go into more detail. And speaking of which, we need to talk about Wayne Gretzky. So is everything going down south for the Oilers right now, now that the great one has officially left Edmonton's organization for a different venture? Uh, Does this hint that Connor McDavid already has like two feet out the door? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up for more Silly Season news. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. It is currently 3.54 p.m. Eastern Time, May 26, 2021 at the time of this recording. And the New Jersey Devils are still in the midst of their offseason. In the past couple of episodes, if you hadn't checked them out, we've been talking about silly season news. Now, before I address that, I just want to start off with a PSA. So, in yesterday's episode, I posted an episode about Connor McDavid, his contract situation. Could the New Jersey Devils get him via a trade? And I accidentally posted that episode uh, yesterday. So... Uh, May the 25th at the time of this recording by complete and utter accident. So it kind of gave you guys two episodes to listen to on that particular day. So first was the Alexander Ovechkin episode and the Connor McDavid episode. And when I realized that it was late at night and I was like, wait a minute, I posted this episode mid-afternoon. So that was completely unintentional. I removed it and then uh, I uh, reposted it uh, so it could be officially released on May 26th. So anyway, if you hadn't listened to the episode prematurely, then you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But I just want to address saying that was my fault. I didn't mean to post two episodes in one sitting. But anyway, let's address uh, the Connor McDavid episode. So like I said, I've been talking about silly season news. And a lot of you asked, what is silly season? It's just basically off-season news like we're at a slow point for the New Jersey Devils because obviously we have to sit back and watch the NHL playoffs we have to see how that goes so it's kind of a slow news day the draft is still a ways away so right now we just talk about hypothetical scenarios situations rumors since we're at a slow period but you know it's been fun to talk about it even though it won't happen so Obviously, I talked about Alexander Ovechkin. Could the New Jersey Devils get him via uh, free agency since he's going to be an unrestricted free agent since his lengthy contract is up? I said very unlikely, but here's the thing. LeBron James went to the Los Angeles Lakers. Tom Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and both of those respective franchises won a championship as soon as those respective players got there. So Alexander Ovechkin, maybe you can make the Devils champions and, 
you know what? You've solidified yourself as the GOAT. But anyway, guys, if you are a religious listener of my show, what is the one thing that I hate most of all? I hate when I record an episode before breaking news begins because usually I like to record my episodes during the midst of the day so that way I have more time to do other work at night. But, you know, obviously, give or take, that can either go well or that could go horrible. So, obviously, when the Zajac and Paul Mary trade took place, I had already recorded my episode for the very next day. So, it kind of worked out in the end because I was able to do a crossover with Gil Martin and we were able to make it a special. But anyway, that's my number one pet peeve. But we have some breaking news to discuss in terms of the Edmonton Oilers. And I want to discuss it a little bit because... It's kind of interesting because obviously I'm not locked on Oilers, but uh, I just want to talk more about what's been going on in the NHL because I'm sure aside from being Devils fans, you guys are NHL fans. So I'm sure you guys want to hear my side of the story and see uh, my overall opinion. So Wayne Gretzky tweeted this uh, at 3.48 p.m. Eastern Time on May 25th. So just yesterday he said, With great appreciation, I wanted to let everyone know that I have decided to step away as vice chairman of the Edmonton Oilers effective today. The Oilers, their fans in the city of Edmonton have meant the world to me and my family for over four decades, and that will never end. Given the pandemic and other life changes, I realize that I will not be able to dedicate the time nor effort needed to support this world-class organization. I want to thank Daryl and Renee Katz, their family, and their team for all the support and friendship these last several years and wish them nothing but success. So, obviously, when he tweeted this out, he didn't reveal what his next venture was, but uh, luckily, Breaking News was able to come out a few hours after that uh, respective tweet, and now we know where Wayne Gretzky is headed. But before we discuss that, I want to discuss like what my overall initial reaction was. I was like, oh man, it is going down in Chinatown because Connor McDavid might uh, have one foot out the door after Wayne Gretzky just resigned. Because listen, guys, usually when you have a player like Wayne Gretzky in your organization, whether they're there full-time or part-time, whatever the case might be, whether they're a GM, an assistant, whatever the case might be in the front office, it really uh, is important. A lot of people just think, well, they're just there as figureheads. Well, absolutely, they're just there as figureheads. But at the same time, that's that's sometimes a good thing. Because, like, think of for the Los Angeles Lakers when Magic Johnson was the GM. Or think about the Miami Marlins uh, now that Derek Jeter's their GM. Or we go back to the NBA and Alex Rodriguez is now about to become GM for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And obviously, we have Tom Fitzgerald as our GM. And Tom Fitzgerald is a well-respected person in the sport of hockey both uh, as a coach, a player, Stanley Cup champion uh, with the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. So obviously figureheads are really important. It's not always the smart move to get the businessman. Sometimes it's nice to get a former player, a former assistant, whatever the case might be. So that way you're able to bring in free agents. So that way uh, they can address player frustration because usually that's the thing with a businessman. They don't understand uh, the frustration that some players have to endure. But since a former player is going to be, you know, working in the front office. They're like, look, I understand what you're going through because I went through this during my playing days. So when Wayne Gretzky announced uh, that he was resigning from his position, I was just thinking that Connor McDavid, now he has to be gone. Like, because why would else would Wayne Gretzky resign so abruptly, especially after the um, Jets just swept the Oilers? Is he thinking that, oh no, drama's about to go down, I want to remove myself from the situation, so that way that doesn't tarnish my legacy, because that's another thing, usually when you see a lot of people resign, 
uh, specifically when they resign, like, so surprisingly and so unknowingly, and it's just a shock to everyone, and it's not anticipated, it's not expected, usually it means something is about to go down major. And like I told you guys in yesterday's episode, Connor McDavid is a a once-in-a-generation type player. So, like, if something is going down with his camp and he's not uh, happy with the Oilers organization and Wayne Gretzky, a legend in hockey, probably the greatest player to ever play the sport of hockey, uh, leaves that particular franchise, a franchise that he's a legend around and he doesn't want to be around it anymore because he feels like drama's going to break out, I'm like, Connor McDavid has got to be gone. Would he be going to the New Jersey Devils? Most likely not. But at the same time, it's fun to discuss and it's fun to see what was going to happen for uh, the Edmonton Oilers. However, breaking news uh, revealed that Wayne Gretzky is actually going to be joining TNT. Yep, the great one is going to be joining Turner Sports, and he's going to be paid around $3 million per season, according to sources. So, uh, obviously, guys, I hate to uh, burst your bubble, but I think this is a good opportunity for Wayne Gretzky, and I think him abruptly leaving the Edmonton Oilers organization I think overall, I, I don't think it's something that we should look too deep into because at first I was looking deep into it because I was like, oh man, something is going down, like I've said many, many, many times already. But uh, now that I know the true story and that he's joining Turner Sports and overall he's just looking for a different career path. And, and honestly, people like Wayne Gretzky, they belong in television. So they belong being a studio analysis because Whenever Wayne Gretzky talks hockey, everyone stops and listens. Because, like I told you guys, this is the greatest hockey player to ever play this great sport. So, like, uh, if, if he speaks, like, even a sentence, everyone is, like, dropping everything and taking notes. And I think uh, people see that, and that's why I love people like uh, Wayne Gretzky being on television. So, like I told you guys, I love it when a player's in the front office. However, if I had to choose my favorite player either being in the front office or being a coach or whatever the case might be, honestly, I would actually prefer them to do some television work because, honestly, you you have better job security. Uh, it won't really uh, tarnish your so-called legacy, even though like, if, if the Oilers were to become the worst franchise in the NHL currently, I'm, I'm pretty sure no one's going to blame Wayne Gretzky for it, but, you know, he'll be associated with it, and it, it can be very stressful at times, but, you know, ultimately, um, you know, that's my overall take on this, like, uh, because you have more job security when you're an announcer, honestly, you could do it much longer, it's more fun to do, everyone knows you're the greatest of all time, so they'll stop, look, and listen every time you speak, and you know what, he can provide some great insights, so... Uh, You know, I love it when former players actually become analysis because they truly understand the game. So like us at Locked On Podcast Network, we've we've had a few hockey players, but obviously none of them have played in the NHL or any professional hockey for that matter. But, you know, it's nice when I'm bringing in like uh, Soroya Tinker or Curtis Gabriel or, you know, people like that, people who've actually played the sport of hockey so they can provide some great insight to this uh, great sport. But anyway... Uh, in terms of, does this involve the Connor McDavid uh, drama a little bit? I personally don't think so. I don't think it's connected. I think it was just like a perfect opportunity presented itself. And even if uh, things are about to go south for the Edmonton Oilers, then you know what? Good for Wayne Gretzky for making the investment and just leaving straight ahead. So, 
you know what? Um, I, I don't blame him in that case, but I don't think this is connected to the Connor McDavid situation at all. And obviously, is this sort of like a silly season news that we're doing again? I guess so, but at, at the same time, I'm just telling people my personal side of the story. I don't think Connor McDavid and Wayne Gretzky leaving abruptly, I don't think it's connected in this uh, regards. Is it shocking? Was it unexpected? And did our heart uh, race for a brief moment? And were we making speculations? Absolutely. I was doing that, and I'm sure all of you were too, as soon as I said I'm doing an episode involving Connor McDavid potentially going to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, obviously, it's not going to happen, but ultimately, just like, you know, uh, the, the hypothetical situation, I'm just like, I don't think it's connected, and I don't think Connor McDavid's going to go anywhere, and I don't think the GMs are going to trade him. But obviously, I'm not a GM, but that's my overall opinion. Now, before we continue, it's time for the first and second live reads this morning. The first one comes from Locker Room. So this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Uh, Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big news or rumors. You all have the chance to chat with me and just let you guys know I will tweet out when I go live. So be a lookout for uh, announcements. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile and link your Twitter and join the NFL, MLB, NHL group for all the latest league updates. And follow me on Locked On Devils to be notified. And now, the second live read comes from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Know what my favorite flavor is? I love the birthday cake one. I'm currently eating it right now. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you could get a mixed box where you could get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super duper duper healthy as well. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So as you guys know, I love uh, just searching tweets for New Jersey Devils fans to have a, a discussion about certain topics. And Dan Rice, who's my colleague at the Hockey Writers, he recently tweeted this out. And I kind of want to address it because it's kind of compelling to talk about. So he said, last night got me thinking, New Jersey Devils fans, obviously you want a winner, but would your current opinion on the state of affairs be less ragey if they had some good seasons but kept getting bounced in the first round like the Caps, Oilers, legitimately curious. So uh, to give you my answer, Dan, uh, it, it depends on the situation because when you compare the Oilers and when you compare the Capitals, because remember what I told you guys about the Oilers saying they're a young team and that they're a little too heavy on their one-two punch and Leon uh, Drysaddle and also Connor McDavid. So uh, for Drysaddle and McDavid, it's just like they're two relatively young players. So Drysaddle is obviously 25 years of age, whereas McDavid is 24 years of age. So it's like, um, do, do you just roll the dice on those two respective players? Because we talked about McDavid's respective contract, but for Drysaddle, he signed to a six-year, $68 million deal. And he, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent after 
the 2024 and 2025 season. So uh, you still have some time to develop those two players because I love the duo of Drysdale and McDavid. Like I said, that's the one-two punch for the Oilers. However, their downfall during the Winnipeg Jets series was that they were too reliant on those two respective players. Now, if we go over to the Capitals, they're a team full of veterans, and they're very deep, in my opinion. So, obviously, we talked about Alexander Ovechkin. He's been with the organization since 2004. So, that's my thing right there. So, it's a little too vague to say, like, you know, would you rather be in the Oilers situation or the Capitals situation because they have two different scenarios. So, the Capitals have obviously won a Stanley Cup in recent years. The Oilers have potential to win a Stanley Cup if they build around McDavid and Drysaddle, in my honest opinion. Now, uh, if we're going over to the Capitals, their window is running out. It's one of the reasons why we're having uh, this silly season talk in terms of where will Alexander Ovechkin go because similar to Tom Brady and LeBron James, like I talked about in other sports leagues, Ovechkin needs to win now. He, he's not getting any younger. He wants to win more Stanley Cup championships because, listen, guys, the, the, the guy is one of the best wingers to ever play the game, and he's only won one Stanley Cup. I mean, I give him brownie points for being loyal, but at the same time, you know, if you have an opportunity to win a Stanley Cup uh, championship somewhere else, quite honestly, i take that opportunity if I was Ovechkin because you don't really owe the Capitals anything. And obviously, I was joking around talking about could he potentially join the New Jersey Devils. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe if you make a good enough sales pitch, I don't think it would be likely. But at the same time, you know, I wouldn't count that out. But at the same time, you know, it's a little difficult to say because, like I said, Oilers, young team. Uh, Capitals, old team. So it's like both of them are dangerous in their own respective ways. Both of them uh, have potential, but for some reason, they just can never get over that hump. So like I said, you got a team that's full of veterans and very uh, experienced. And overall, they have one of the greatest players to ever play. And then we go over to the Oilers situation. They have a once in a generation type talent and, you know, on pace to do something special if his career is trajectorying to be uh, where it's going. And McDavid uh, has a dynamic duo partner in Drysaddle. So, you know, there's something to look forward to. But, uh, you know, it's just like it's a little confusing because, like I said, there's no way the Oilers should have lost that series to the Jets like that. They should have not gotten swept. And it it goes to show I saw what Dan Rice was doing in terms of responding to other, uh, you know, responses to that. He said, Oilers, definitely not. The Caps have a cup to show for their current first round exit. So, yes. The reality is that one out of 32 teams will win it all, but for the Devils and fans, being competitive will do wonders. So Dan Rice responded by saying, I always look at losing in the first round, especially via a sweep, almost worse than not making the playoffs. And honestly, I'm going to have to disagree with them on that. So if our team was able to get to the playoffs right now with our current roster and we got swept, quite honestly, guys, I'd be okay with that because it's not like we're in a win now state. We're in a development state. So quite honestly, with how our roster is structured currently in terms of our young players, does it suck to get swept? Yes. Is it embarrassing? Yes. Will people be questioning why we were there in the first place? Absolutely, yes. But at the same time, we have room to develop. And and that's one thing I look at the Oilers situation. It's one of the reasons why I'm so adamant about Connor McDavid not uh, potentially being traded is because, you know, they're still very young. They still have a lot of growing to do and they have time. That's the thing. So, like, if we look at our dynamic duo partner of, you know, Jack Hughes and Nico Heizer, both uh, former first overall picks, 
and both uh, leaders of the team. Jack Hughes obviously leading the other young guys to uh, a better season and Nico Heischer being our head captain. You know, that that's our one-two punch that we have for a while. Because I'm, I'm sure as soon as uh, his three-year entry-level deal is done, Jack Hughes is going to sign an extension with the New Jersey Devils. I, I'm hearing rumors say that he might leave. I, I don't think he's going to, guys. He's here for the long run, and I'll put my house on it. But, um, you know, overall, like, you know, we have time to develop those two players. So if miraculously we were able to get to the playoffs right now, I'd be satisfied with it. I don't care how far we get because that's already like five steps improving for the New Jersey Devils. But like, obviously, I kind of think back to 2018 when we lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round and instead taking two steps forward for every step forward we took, we took two steps back. So that, that was the problem because remember, we thought we were just one piece away from uh, potentially going to the next level. We get that one piece in P.K. Subban thinking he's going to help us out and it was a disaster. So, and now we have this big contract that we can't get rid of. So uh, another uh, response said, if we can make the playoffs in the next two years, I will be happy. Even if we're bounced in the first round though, I would prefer not a sweep, we'll see. Quite honestly, guys, beggars can't be choosers. If we do make the playoffs, we should be mighty grateful. So another response that was kind of compelling, but before we uh, read it, I actually have to give you guys the third and final live read, and it comes from betonline.ag. So I bet Jack Hughes is going to remain with the New Jersey Devils organization for years to come. So BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, no pun intended, and you can track all the action at BetOnline, get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the grading sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and remember to follow our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys their personal opinions on the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs as well. And I hope you're catching the rest of the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs because it is getting intense, and we've already had a few upsets in both respective playoff series. Now, going back to Dan Rice's respective tweet, he received this response from someone. He said, anything is better than being totally irrelevant and in the basement while your rivals get better and pound on you every game, especially if you do not see eye to eye with management or ownership. Dan Rice responded by saying, if their record was magically better the past two seasons, but they still lost play in round at bubble and lost four to five games this past year, how do you feel? Um, I'm just playing devil's advocate, not trying to be a D-I-C-K, by the way. Like, you know, I totally get that. You know, Dan Rice is just trying to spark debate and see where we're at in terms of, like, how would we feel if the New Jersey Devils were just sort of like what the Oilers or the Caps were, which is they get to the playoffs, but they get knocked out. And even though they have, like, the potential to do something well, they always seem to just fall under expectation. So, for us and just how our roster is structured, it's just like if we still had Taylor Hall on the team, if we had Paul Mary, Zajac, if we still had everyone on the team and we're still losing in the first round consistently, I think that's when you're you're uh, disappointed in our production. Like if we still had certain players on the roster, then my opinion would change. But 
quite honestly, if you're telling me how our roster is structured right now, and I presume that Dan Rice is uh, hypothetically talking about next season if we were to get to the playoffs and we're knocked out in the first round, and maybe the season after that it's the same thing where we lose four to five games. So, like, um, you know, we, we, we get swept or it's a gentleman's sweep, whatever the case might be. I, I, I think he's hypothetically speaking for next season. Can't reiterate that enough. I'll talk to him more about that. But overall, um, you know, if, with how our roster is structured right now, if we got to the playoffs and lost the first round, sweep or not, I'm satisfied with it because that shows improvement, like I said. Because, guys, wouldn't you be grateful if the Devils just got back to the playoffs and just said, we have a small amount of hope? And that's what teams like us need. We just need some hope. So it's like, you know, we've been out of the playoffs for a few years now. And obviously, uh, the last time we went far in the playoffs was our Stanley Cup finals run against the LA Kings back in uh, 2012. And then obviously, we missed the playoffs for a while, went back in 2018, and then we lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning in the very first round, and they gentlemen swept us. We only were able to swipe a game away from them. So, you know, that that's something we need to uh, talk about because... You know, I, I get it's frustrating, but just think of the playoff runs that the New Jersey Devils potentially uh, could have gone on and, and didn't. So, you know, like I told you guys, it, it's embarrassing, yes, uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I'm, I think about 2018 against the Tampa Bay Lightning in which we got gentlemen swept by them. We lost in five games, and then obviously next season we didn't make the playoffs, and then we decided to make a move because we were just like, we need to get back into the playoffs, and then we... Uh, traded for P.K. Subban. We basically gave up nothing. Obviously, he was sort of at the tail end of his successful Montreal Canadiens slash Nashville Predators days. But at the same time, you know, we just felt like uh, we got a steal and obviously it didn't work out. So obviously, guys, uh, going back to what Dan Rice said, wouldn't it be embarrassing that we would get swept in the playoffs? Yes. But at the end of the day, I'd be okay with it, just how our roster is structured right now. Now, if we had more veterans on our roster, if, uh, you know, we had a bunch of Travis Zajacs on our team, which is, you know, players that are getting up there at age, and this is pretty much their last chance to try to win something before we're going to have to ship them out or uh, they're going to resign somewhere else, then no, I would not be okay with that. I'd be really concerned. But the fact of the matter is, is that we're one of the youngest teams in the NHL. Uh, we have the youngest head captain. I believe the average age of players on our roster is 23 years of age, and it's only going to get younger after this offseason, in my opinion. So it's just like when we're thinking of it from that perspective, it's just like, you know what, would you be happy if we got to the playoffs and, and you know, ultimately had no chance? Because if you think of it in, in this regards, what would you rather have? Like us miss the playoffs once again because... Guys, we, we've only made the playoffs a couple of times the past, like, decade or so. I'm just saying, like, uh, playoff success is not really in our repertoire right now. So, I, I, I would like for us to be in the playoffs, whether we're favorites or not, quite honestly. So, you know, that's my overall opinion. And ultimately, I'm glad that Dan Rice tweeted that out because it really does spark some interesting debate and discussion. But overall, uh, Dan, if you're listening to this episode, that's my overall opinion, which is that uh, the New Jersey Devils, if we went to the playoffs currently with our current roster, and even if we lost in four or five, we got swept or gentlemen swept, I don't care what the case might be, I'm still okay with that, quite honestly, just with how our roster is structured. Now, five years from now, if it's still happening, then yeah, I'd be a little concerned. But for right now, if we were to miraculously go to the playoffs next year, you know what, I'd be okay with that because I said if all went right for us, we would finish in the fifth seed this year for the Mass Mutual East Division. We would miss the playoffs, but at the same time, we'd be close. I'd be okay. I was okay with that. 
just being on the bubble of not, of missing the playoffs. So if I'm okay with that, then quite honestly, I'm okay with uh, being disappointed in the playoffs and having some potential to improve and just say, okay, we lost in the playoffs, it stings, it sucks, but at the same time, we know what we need, we're going to rebuild next year so that way we can get back into the playoffs, go on a deeper run, get some veteran pieces because... Listen, veteran pieces like Ovechkin will not join the New Jersey Devils unless they see potential for a win. So if we were to go to the playoffs and we have all these players having breakout years like Jack Hughes, Yanni Kwokinen, Nico Heizer, uh, Igor Sharangovich, Mackenzie Blackwood being on the uh, bubble for maybe winning a Vesna Trophy, Ty Smith being on the bubble for possibly winning a Norris Trophy, uh, Jack Hughes possibly winning a Hart Memorial Trophy or Nico Heizer, whatever the case might be. Zaka finally getting hot throughout the entire year and not just the final 10 games of the year. Then quite honestly, guys, you know, that's what's going to attract free agents. If we have that kind of potential and also just us being close to the playoffs, but we just need that final glue piece. But anyway, that's my final opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know uh, what you think of Dan Rice's overall opinion on Twitter, Locked on Devils. That's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils, and I hope you're enjoying the playoffs so far.